So welcome back to part two of what we were talking about yesterday, which is all about distractions. Yesterday, we um, briefly talked about why distractions have such a big impact on starting a business and also on our personal lives and the importance of trying to get a hold on them and managing them. So if you missed the podcast, go back and catch yesterday's, I believe it's episode 11. Go back and check out episode 11. We talked about how being all over the place, not being focused, how it can negatively impact your time management and the work that you put out. Um, We talked about how that can bring you down and deplete you and cause your creativity and your ideas. And think about how this affects you when you are trying to create content. Think about how this can affect you when you're trying to jump on a podcast and nothing that you seem to want to say is coming out correctly. Hint, hint. This happened to me yesterday. (laughs) Um, Think about how this affects you getting organized, right? Because you know you're on a system, you're on a flow, you're in the process of things. And when you are not able to move forward, it just leaves you scatterbrained and all over the place. And trying to reset and get back on track every single time that you are thrown off course, it takes about 20 minutes on average for you to reset. So those 20 minutes add up into a day, especially if you already are juggling with having to work full time, if you are a caregiver, if you're a provider. And so you guys know that being a leader is all about making strong decisions and strong choices that align with everything. And you can't always brute your way into doing something like always just making yourself do it is not always the way to go because it's like you're running full force into a brick wall. And so it hurts, it's painful. It's not giving you the physical, um, it affects you physically, it affects you mentally, it affects you emotionally, like it does all these things negative wise. So distractions, although they seem like a very small thing, they have such a huge impact. So in part two, which is today, I'm gonna share with you four things that I typically tend to do when I'm struggling with distractions, right? And so the first thing that I had to do Um, When I started my business at the onset of COVID, after losing my father and deciding that my children were going to be homeschooled, I had to really think about the time that I wanted to work. I had to think about, could I sustain a regular nine to five work hours? Could I do like a seven to three, something where, you know, I I woke up before the kids got up and I jumped into things and then in between you know, that 7 a.m. time, maybe doing, you know, two hours of work and then by that time, 9 a.m., the kids would be up and ready for school and then shifting back and forth. So I played around with a few different ideas. Um, and so I settled on where I'm at today, where a few days a week, I don't start to 11 and some days I don't start until 1, right? And some days I honestly don't start until I have a strategy call or a client call or some sort of meeting that really requires my time. And then I'm able to shift and work in the evening hours, right? So although I have on average, a general schedule that works, I also leave myself open to working at nighttime, right? Not too late because I got to get my sleep. But at the same time, if I put my kids to sleep by like eight, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, then I can have two, three hours to just purely work on whatever it is. And so what this does for me, it doesn't make me overly tired. It doesn't make me grumpy. It doesn't make me miserable. It allows me to get the proper rest that I need. And it also makes sure that I'm, I feel motivated and I'm waking up ready to tackle the next day. Like I'm, I'm setting myself up for success because I am working with what naturally works for me. And I think this is another reason why when I see that, that post that says um, the early bird catches the worm and then the next, the context that they put around it is, well, you got to wake up at 5, 6 a.m. to catch the worm. Okay, honey, I am not a bird. I'm not a bird and I'm not trying to eat a worm. But let's let's tackle what this, you know, slogan with this quote with this figurative 
thing is really telling us. It's really telling us that you have to be prepared for opportunity. So if I know that my blessings, you know, is going to align itself with the work that I'm putting into it, my blessings are going to show up wherever I'm at, right? It's going to show up on time for me. So I don't need to be up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. If being up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. is draining me, that does not make sense. Right, it does not make sense. Why would opportunity knock at five AM in the morning if at five AM in the morning you can't even like you can't even think straight? That sounds like a bad deal. It sounds like you're about to sign up for some rumple stiltskin sort of deal, right? So the work hours that you want to set has to work for you, especially if you are a caregiver, if you're a parentpreneur, if you're a provider, if you're working full time, even if you're working part time, whatever limitations that you have, you really have to consider them and set realistic work hours. The second thing, and I kind of talked about this in, in part one, it's understanding what your limitations are, right? Again, I am very big on understanding what I hold as important to me. My time freedom, making sure that I have time for my children, making sure that I have time for myself, making sure that I have time to practice my faith. There's a lot of other little things in between it, but they typically fall in between those th three categories. Those are my limitations, that's where I'm like, you know, they may seem like limitations for someone else, but for me, it's where I place a hard stop where I'm not going to be working 15 hours a day. I'm not in hustle mode. I've hustled enough in 22 years of experience and getting up the leadership ladder and everything that glitters ain't gold, right? I'm not hustling my health into the ground and then at 50, I'm having a heart attack and didn't get and enjoy the fruits of my labor, right? It just doesn't make sense for me. I don't think people really understand what it takes to get to the top and to maintain it. Money requires making, and again, I'm not you know pushing anyone's bubble or anything like that, but if that's what you want to do, you go right ahead. But what I'm saying is think about the long-term side effects of that mentality. It has no benefit to you. A hustler in the hood has nothing. A hustler in the hood dies, he dies or goes to jail. Like <laughs> there is no, no long-term success with that. You know what I'm saying? But a person that plans, a person that works within its limits also knows when to stop, when to rest, when to reset. So we have to understand that whatever systems, whatever processes, whatever strategies, whatever workflows, whatever it is that you're doing, that it aligns, right? Not only with your strengths, but it can't, um, it has to work within your weaknesses, and we know weaknesses aren't, you know, forever if you are growth focused, if you are a person who's always learning and into professional and personal development, you're going to learn so your weaknesses don't stay weaknesses for long. But what, while they are, right, you have to consider them. Think about the stress that you force upon yourself trying to force your round, you know, your round peg into a square hole. Think about it. It's impossible. It stresses you out. You spend so much time and energy trying to bang the hammer into it, and you keep banging, keep banging, and still the sucker doesn't go in. And if it does go in, you, you because you've damaged the peg at the bottom, it's damaged. It's not fitting in right. It's lopsided. The hole is not secure. It's all these other sort of issues because you're forcing something. You're going against the grain. I am really big on going in the direction that makes sense that's in alignment, right? So understanding what your limitations are, understanding when you need to rest, understanding when you need to reset, understanding when you need to invest in your professional development. All of these things are going to go well because the, the, you don't end up dis using distractions as a way to not get done what you need to get done, right? Like think about why that's important. 
if it's because it leads to procrastination let's just cut it short like it just leads to procrastination if you know that you don't like doing videos or you hate doing blogs then why are you setting your business up to do it right if you know that you can't stand instagram right then why are you on instagram you don't have to be on instagram to get your clients you don't have to be. There are a number of other apps. Go look at your Play Store. Do they have a million or a billion users? Maybe not, but you don't always have to jump straight into the big pool. When I started out working, I didn't, I might have wanted in my heart of hearts to work for like a Fortune 100 company, but at the end of the day, that competition, I'm not competing with y'all for that. It's one slot and I got to compete with 10,000 people for that one slot, child. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to have this interview with three other people and I'm going to shine my little light. Thank you very much. So again, work within your limitations and understand what's for you and what's not for you. The next thing, and this one is kind of shaky for me. I've talked about this before a long time ago in the past. It's about multitasking and you know, you hear people talk about it you know, a lot of times, but I don't think they really put it into context the way, you know, it makes it simple for people to understand. As a mom, right, a person that has lots of responsibilities, I've been, I've, I, I got married very young, I had children very young, I've worked full time, going to school full time, I've had to be a wife and a mother, um, I've traveled, I've done a lot of really amazing things, I've been really, really blessed in my lifetime. And so I get it, you're so used to and so prone to always going, being on the go and doing things at one time because you don't have a lot of time. So if you can get three or four different things done at one time, why not? Some of us are dual-brained. You know, we work, like they say, with our left or right brain. So it makes things a little bit easier. But you also got to play within your strengths with that. I think on my Instagram, when um, back in maybe January, when Maseri had um, announced some changes to Instagram, I decided that I wanted to play around with Reels. I wanted to research it and see like how it would affect me and could I do it. Is it something I would find fun and interesting and could keep up for marketing purposes? Well, I said, well, how am I going to make this work for me? You know, I'm up, I'm waiting for the kids to go to sleep and I got to do my hair. Okay, so we're going to do, I'm going to do my hair while I'm trying to create this reel and I'm going to make that a part of my process. So you see how I combine the creativity and innovation with having to get work done? That's multitasking, but it was multitasking that didn't require um, my brain to work in two separate spaces because I can listen and I can do my hair at the same time. We do it all the time. We listen to audios. If you're listening to this podcast while you're driving, while you're eating, right, while you're doing work, right, whatever it is, you are doing two things at one time. So multitasking when it makes sense is great. However, if you are trying to create content and the music that you're playing is distracting. You find yourself humming along with the music. It's not soothing to you. It's not, you know, quelling out the white noise. That's not the type of multitasking that we want to do. Because every time your brain shifts to the left and has to come back and reset, again, we talked about that. On average, that's about a good 20 minutes. So we really, really want to be cognizant of the ways that we are multitasking and multitasking in a way where we are constantly focused. Um, that we're not using the aid that, you know, the, the uh, let's say we're not using music to distract us from the work. And think about that. Time yourself. When you have music playing in the background and you need to get something done, if it takes you one hour to do something that normally takes you 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, the music is a distraction. Turn it off. Turn it off. Sit in silence if you have to, right? Whatever it is you need to do. Um, I spoke with the... Uh, a colleague of mine from the NASDAQ program, and you know, she was saying that she would have to put her phone in another room, 
right? She had to put her phone in another room. Shout out to Sed from Stage Ring App. She is an amazing DJ and she has a business, a company where she um, rents out DJ equipment so that the DJ who's coming on site doesn't have to worry about transporting equipment and all that good stuff setting up. So it's an amazing program. She's on Instagram under, I think, said the DJ and also um, said, I mean, stage wing app. So go follow your girl. The next thing that I want to talk about is inform people about what it is that you're doing when it comes to your work hours and your time and what it is that you need to get done, especially if it's your family and your friends, you know, even on um, the side of it with your customers, let them know your work hours. Case in point, when I first started on Instagram and there was this huge debate over how you want to do your Instagram bio, all that, do your Instagram bio, whatever works for y'all, right? right? But the point is, <laughs> I used to put my hours that people could expect content. Right. When I had it where I wanted them to know I'm not a marketer, I'm not using my Instagram to necessarily sell. I use my Instagram to build awareness and it's a kind of a business diary. And, you know, people who want to join me on the journey and learn with me and learn from me, you're welcome to follow. So I put up there the times and the days that I would post content. Because now you have the option, if this is something that you're interested in, I don't want to clog up your feed. I have a life outside of this this job. Like My life doesn't revolve around my business. I'm, I'm operating in real life, right? So I let others know. I let my customers know. I, when I speak to people on the phone, the same thing, the same respect you give to your customers, shouldn't you give it even more so to your family and to your friends, right? So if you know that your work hours are 11 to 3, you should probably tell your friends something like, hey, you know, in the mornings, catch me in the morning where you're on the way to work. Give me a call when you're in the car. You know, I may not be up to do work, but I'm up, you know, for my friends and for my family. So if you call me at 7, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, it's no big deal. But if you call me at 1130, yeah, that's not going to work for me because I'm just getting into my groove at 1130. Right? I'm, I'm might be taking my first break from working on something and I just kind of want to relax relate and I don't want to get caught up in talking to you for another 30 minutes and half an hour. Let them know. If they if they mind, then those people don't matter, right? Because your success should be just as important to you as it is to them, right? It should be important to them. They may not care, you know, they may not get it. They may not get the vision. They may not get the planning and they may not be able to support you how you want them. But the fact that they're respecting, hey, don't call me between this amount of time, it means that they matter and they want to see you win. So we have to be, you know, but we have to say something. My grandma used to say all the time, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So if you're not telling people what your expectations are of them and then you're holding yourself accountable for meeting them, right? It's never going to be a win-win. So here. These are the four tips that I have for you today on just some suggestions and some ways that you can really start to take a nitpick and, and get away from having uh, distractions overtake your life. So here's what I will tell you. This Friday, I'm launching a five-day challenge. I believe it will be $29 for you to join the five-day challenge. You would join me via video or I will either record the video. I haven't decided which way I'm doing it yet um, because I am... I, I someone put something in my head and so my creative juices are flowing so if you are interested in joining the five-day challenge with me shoot me a dm um, and let me know if the five-day challenge is something that you're interested i will also put up this information up on instagram so make sure you go follow me on instagram subscribe and support my podcast because if leadership if you want to run your business the way um you know fortune 500 companies fortune 100 companies are being run from an experienced professional someone who's been in these organizations throughout new york city one of 
you know, the country's leading business centers around the world, then again, I've been blessed to be able to sustain a really great lifestyle um, working for these organizations. I have a lot of knowledge that I want to share. Um, you're asking, you guys are asking great questions. So make sure you follow me so you're always in the know about what it is I'm talking to because you guys know how important it is for me to help you guys see that you don't have to do business the way everyone else is doing. You can do business differently and you can be successful. Again, I did not take the traditional route to being successful. I did things the way that worked with me that aligned to my strengths and to my weaknesses. And I will tell you, it always amazed people how I always came out on top. So I'm here to teach you, to show you, and to help you get creative and innovative in what you're doing with your strategic business plans, with um, application, and um, with also executing. So again, thank you for being part of my collective community, and I will see you, ladies and gents, on the next episode.